Welcome to Follow Fox, a journey through nature's wisdom. I'm your host, Fox. In November in North America, many of us are preparing for an annual feast. While I have many thoughts on the topic of Thanksgiving, I'd like to focus instead on one of the more prominent foods found on the Turkey Day table. Cranberries are an iconic autumnal berry, and one of the few berries actually native to North America. The Cranberries is also the name of one of my favorite bands, native to Ireland. Cranberries are the fruit of a shrub that grows low in boggy or marshy areas. The berries are easily recognizable, bright red, growing in neat groups. Cranberries also have a recognizable tart taste that not everybody finds pleasant. I like them in small quantities myself. Just talking about their tart flavor is making my mouth water. You are likely to find two species of wild cranberry in North America, and often you can find them growing together. The common cranberry plant has leathery, lance-shaped leaves. The berries are relatively small, but still pack that refreshing acidic punch when eaten. Before fruiting, it has dark pink flowers with purple central spikes. These cranberries are not cultivated by humans. The cranberry that is cultivated is known as the large cranberry, or the American cranberry. These shrubs grow white or light pink flowers before fruiting. Their fruit is obviously larger than that of the common cranberry. Indigenous people were the first to enjoy cranberries. Traditionally, they would sweeten them with honey or maple syrup. Cranberries were also used for pemmican, a mixture of dried meat, berries, and fat that was pounded into a paste shaped into a cake and dried in the sun. Pemmican was essentially the world's first energy bar. Cranberries have also been used by the Inuit in a similar dish called akaduk, or more modernly, Alaskan ice cream. It's a mixture of whipped fat and berries or other sweeteners. Again, a high-calorie, energizing food. There is debate on whether or not cranberries were present at what's called the first Thanksgiving in 1621, but it seems pretty likely that they were. There are two methods of harvesting cranberries. The first is dry harvesting, which is picking the berries from the shrubs by hand. This is labor-intensive and time-consuming. The more iconic method of harvesting cultivated cranberries is called wet harvesting. Man-made cranberry bogs are flooded with water, and a machine drives through the bog to churn the water and knock the cranberries loose. The berries are buoyant and float to the surface where they can be easily collected with scoops and nets. Unfortunately, many of the berries are damaged by the churning machine. While still edible, these berries are unattractive and would likely not sell. These damaged berries are used for juices, sauces, or are dried to be used as ingredients in baked goods. The Mastodon, a Lenape story. It was long, long ago, in the most ancient times, when the Creator used to appear and talk with the wise men in council with the people. At that time, people understood the ways of the forest, and the Creator was pleased and very close to his Lenape children. At that time, Lenape believed that courage, truth, honesty, and generosity were virtues necessary to admit them to the land beyond. The Lenape were good, obedient children, following the original instructions given to them by the Creator, and so he was interested in their well-being. It was in that time, long, long ago, that there were mighty beasts that walked the forest, valleys, and plains upon our Mother Earth. 
Many of these are found no more. The mastodon was one such beast, placed upon earth to be useful to man. But the great monstrous beast was fierce, powerful, and near invincible. Its hide was so strong and so thick that the sharpest spears and arrows could hardly penetrate it. This terrible creature made war against all the other animals that lived in the woods and on the plains, other animals that the Creator put here to be used as meat for the Lenape people. Then, one day, a great battle was fought in which all the other animals joined together against the Mastodon. The Creator told the Lenape that they were also to take part in this fight, and if necessary they should kill the Mastodon. During the battle, the Creator came and sat upon a flat rock on top of the Allegheny Mountains to watch. Great numbers of the giant mastodons came, and still greater numbers of the other animals. The battle was fierce, and the slaughter was terrible. The mastodons were gaining victory, and the Ohio River Valley ran thick with the blood of the fighting animals. But slowly, the battlefield turned into a great quagmire, and many of the mastodons, because of their great weight, sank into the mire and were drowned. Now, the Creator had become angry with the mastodons, and from the top of the high mountain, he hurled bolts of lightning at them until all of them were destroyed. Traces of that great battle may yet be seen. The marshes and swamps are still there, and in them the bones of the mastodon are still found, as well as the bones of many other animals. In that great battle, there was a terrible loss of animals that were made for food for the Lenape, and the people were sad to see such a waste of meat and fur. So in remembrance of that day, the Creator caused the cranberry to grow in the marshland, so that it could be used by humankind for food. The covering of the cranberry is the color of blood in remembrance of that awesome battle that took place in that time long ago. I do love a thrilling battle, especially one that shapes a landscape. There are so many elements to this story, the extinction of ancient animals, the creation of bogs, why ancient animals' remains are found in these bogs, and finally why cranberries grow in bogs. But let's not get bogged down in details. This story is not unique in using animals' death as the base for creation of fruits. Many indigenous cultures have similar stories about red berries, and even about crimson leaves in the fall. The animals that these berries sprang from were meant to be used by humans, and so even in death, they can provide something to the ecosystem with the Creator's blessing. Cranberries are possibly most well-known as a home remedy for urinary tract infections. Unfortunately, they are not helpful once a UTI has developed. However, some studies do suggest that pure cranberry juice can be helpful in the prevention of UTIs, as it does seem to stop bacteria from sticking to the walls of a bladder. So, if you are prone to UTIs, then regular consumption of cranberry may be helpful. Cranberries are also a wonderful source of vitamin C. If you would like to hear more episodes of Follow Fox, you can find them at anchor.fm slash followfox, which is all one word. Please consider clicking the support button on the Anchor page. I'm also on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. If you have any questions or topic requests, you can email me at followfoxcast at gmail.com. That's all one word as well. Again, all one word, followfoxcast at gmail.com. The Follow Fox logo is by V. Wegman. 
I release new episodes every first and third Wednesday of the month, so you will hear from me again on December 7th. You've been listening to Follow Fox. I'm Fox. Thanks for following.